the school is out. Which means it's time for High Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the High Kids Show. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Demi Cohn and I'm nine years old. So coming up on High Kids today, I'm going to be speaking to Alicia Wolf. She is an author and has written a book about anti-bullying. What is an author? Just stay tuned to 101.9 Chai Fem and we will find out about them soon. Also on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth and a chakid riddle to challenge your brain. So stay tuned, you don't want to miss the kids' show. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can also call me. Call us on 010-140-3020. I repeat, 010-140-3020. Get ready for a very interesting show on High Kids today. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Demi Cohn and I'm nine years old. I have Alicia Wolf with me in the studio, so you can send your questions to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. Before we start the interview with Alicia, here's an audiobook of the book Powerful that she wrote. Powerful by Alicia Thomas Wolf. Song and Story Audiobook. Once upon a time, there were three animals who went to school together. A kitten, a dog, and a giraffe. One day, the dog and the giraffe were mean to the kitten. Let's go play by running up and down the hill, said the dog to the giraffe. Doggy looked at Kitty. You can't come. Kitty felt bad. She watched them go and have fun without her. The next day, Giraffe would not share any of her Play-Doh with Kitty. She and Doggy kept the Play-Doh all to themselves. Kitty felt sad. That's not fair, Kitty said to Teacher Crocodile. The teacher agreed. Thank you for telling me, Kitty. She said, Doggy, Giraffe, share your dough with Kitty. Sharing is caring. The Giraffe and the Dog shared their Play-Doh. The next day, the giraffe and the dog were mean again. You can't play on the jungle gym, they said to Kitty. You are not a giraffe. You are not a dog. We don't want a kitten around. Kitty felt sad. She tried to play on the jungle gym anyway, but Doggy growled at her. Kitty felt scared. Kitty went to another part of the playground. Then she felt angry. Why can't I play on the jungle gym? She thought. She went to the playground teacher, Teacher Tortoise, but the bell rang and the time to play was over. Kitty felt sad and cross. When she went home, she told Mommy about the giraffe and the dog and how she felt so many feelings. Bad, sad, scared. And mad. Thank you for coming to tell me, said Mommy. You are a wise kitty, 
and I will help you. How will you help me, Mommy? Everyone has a superpower inside them. You have a superpower in you. I will show you how to turn your superpower on. I have a superpower? Kitty was excited. What is it? Your superpower is to make bad feelings disappear and to feel powerful instead. And your superpower is a good superpower because you can use it for good, said Mommy. How, Mommy? When you feel powerful, it is easy to be kind and gentle and to share. A superpower is only a really superpower if it helps both you and others. How do I turn it on? Kitty wanted to use her superpower straight away. With the powerful song, said Mommy. This song will show you how to turn on your superpower and help you feel powerful, no matter what giraffe and doggy say or do. Mommy asked, When you think about the doggy and the giraffe, how do you feel? I feel bad. A tear rolled past Kitty's whiskers. Okay, said Mommy. I want you to take the bad feeling out of your body and into your hands. Kitty put her bad feeling in her hands. Very good, said Mommy. Okay, now make it small into a tiny ball. Kitty used both her paws to squash the bad feeling into a tiny ball. Excellent, said Mommy. Now, throw it far away, like this. Kitty held her arm back, flung it out, and threw away her bad feelings. Well done! That's really great, Kitty, said Mommy. Now we will listen to the song, and we will dance to it with special dance moves. Then you will feel powerful. Kitty listened to the song. She really liked it. It made her want to run and dance. Mommy showed her the special dance moves. Standing tall, putting her arms up in the air, putting her fists on her hips. Taking the bad feelings, making them small and throwing them away. Kitty felt powerful. Kitty listened and danced to the song again. She threw away her mad, sad, scared and bad feelings. She danced and laughed and felt very good indeed. She felt powerful. I am powerful, I am powerful. If someone says something mean to make me feel bad, I take the bad feeling, I make it small. I throw it far away cause I'm powerful. I am powerful, I am powerful. If someone says something mean to make me feel sad, I take the sad feeling, I make it small. I throw it far away cause I'm powerful. I am powerful, I am powerful. If someone says something mean to make me feel scared, I take the scared feeling, I make it small. I throw it far away cause I'm powerful. I am powerful, I am powerful. If 
someone says something mean to make me feel mad. I take the mad feeling, I make it small. I throw it far away, cause I'm powerful. If someone does something mean to make me feel bad, I take the bad feeling, I make it small, I throw it far away, cause I'm powerful, I am powerful, I am powerful. If someone does something mean to make me feel sad, I take the sad feeling, I make it small, I throw it far away, cause I'm powerful, I am powerful, I am If someone does something mean to make me feel scared, I take the scared feeling, I make it small, I throw it far away, cause I'm powerful, I am powerful, I am powerful. If someone does something mean to make me feel mad, I take the mad feeling, I make it small, I throw it far away, cause I'm powerful, I am powerful, I am And do you know what? It was very easy for Kitty to be kind and gentle and to share when she felt powerful. She even played very well with her little brother. The next day was school again. Kitty did not want to go to school. She cried. Let's sing the powerful song, said Mommy. They sang the song together and Kitty felt much better. In fact, she felt powerful. When Kitty was in school, Giraffe and Doggy tried to say mean things, but Kitty didn't care. She felt powerful. The giraffe and the dog were worried. They wanted Kitty to feel bad because they were feeling bad, but Kitty was too powerful. When they said they didn't want her with them, she was happy to be with other friends. She had a good time. When it happened that the giraffe and the dog did not want to share Play-Doh, Kitty chose to play with something else. On the playground, Kitty went to teach a tortoise and told her about the giraffe and doggy keeping the jungle gym for themselves. The teacher made sure that all the children could play on the jungle gym, and the children were all happy, except giraffe and doggy. They just did not understand how Kitty could be so sad one day and so strong the next. What is your secret? Doggy finally asked. How come you're so powerful? I just am, said Kitty. I wish I could be powerful like you, said Doggy sadly. Me too, nodded Giraffe. Why? said Kitty, surprised. I sometimes feel bad too, and so does Giraffe. Kitty blinked. If you feel bad, why were you mean to me? I don't know, said the dog. I guess I wanted to feel powerful. Oh, said Kitty, I know a much better way to feel powerful. Will you show us? Yes, said Kitty, I will show everybody. 
The next day, Kitty brought the powerful song to school. She shared it with her classmates and showed the whole class how to feel powerful. Every single person had the superpower inside, even the teacher. Afterwards, everyone felt so powerful that they found it easy to be kind and to share with each other. Being with each other was wonderful. Everyone had so much fun. The next time anybody felt bad, sad, scared, or mad, they knew just what to do. They sang and danced the powerful song. And do you know what? If ever someone says or does something mean to make you feel bad, sad, scared, or mad. You can sing and dance the powerful song to unleash your superpower too. The end. I am powerful. I am powerful. If someone says something mean to make me feel bad, I take the bad feeling. I make it small. I throw it far away 'cause I'm powerful. I am powerful. I am powerful. If someone says something mean to make me feel sad, I take the sad feeling. I make it small. I throw it far away 'cause I'm powerful. I am powerful. I am powerful. If someone says something mean to make me feel scared, I take the scared feeling. I make it small. I throw it far away 'cause I'm powerful. I am powerful. I am powerful. If someone says something mean to make me feel mad, I take the mad feeling. I make it small. I throw it far away 'cause I'm powerful. If someone does something mean to make me feel bad, I take the bad feeling. I make it small. I throw it far away 'cause I'm powerful. I am powerful. I am powerful. If someone does something mean to make me feel sad, I take the sad feeling. I make it small. I throw it far away 'cause I'm powerful. I am powerful. If someone does something mean to make me feel scared, I take the scared feeling. I make it small. I throw it far away 'cause I'm powerful. I am powerful. I am powerful. If someone does something mean to make me feel mad, I take the mad feeling. I make it small. I throw it far away 'cause I'm powerful. I am powerful. I am. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. That song was powerful, from the powerful audio book. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Demi Cohn and I'm nine years old. I have Alicia Wolf with me in the studio. If you have any questions for her, you can send me an SMS to three four five one nine or WhatsApp WhatsApp to oh six one eight nine five one zero one nine 
or call on 010-140-3020. Good afternoon, Alicia, and how are you? Hello, Demi. I'm so happy to be on the show. Thank you for having me. And I must tell you, my brain is going a bit twisted with this with this riddle. If you drive on this, pedestrians and the police will be upset with you. What is that? You'll have to wait and find out. Oh, all right. <laughs> what is an author? An author is a person who writes a book um, or a play or a um, a script for screen. Why did you want to write a book about being about bullying? Oh, Demi, when my daughter was three years old, she was bullied at school by other three. three. Yeah, three years old. How old is she now? She's six. Oh. She's six. So it was it was really horrible so for her and for me, um, and it was horrible for me because I couldn't find anything out there on Google or anywhere else that would help three year olds. <laughs> And so I had to invent it's something. not normal for three-year-olds. Three-year-olds, it bullied. happens. It starts at that age. So I had she... to invent something to, to help, and I did. Okay. How long did it take you to write the book? The book itself took me a couple of hours. Only and a couple of hours? Yeah. First, yeah. I, I sat on the bed with my daughter, and uh, we discussed what what the book would have inside it, and then she went off to play, and I wrote the book. Uh, what's your daughter's name? Charlie. Aww. Wait, what grade is she? She's going into grade one next year. Oh, my sister's only one year older. Oh, yeah? And then I'm three years older. Okay. Um, why do you think, why do you think those kids bullied your daughter? Well, that's, that's a very good question. I think that what happens with a person who is bullying is that they've got something wrong, something that they feel they can't control. So they bully another child to get a a temporary feeling of power, but they have to keep on bullying to get that power because it doesn't last very long. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's what bullying is about. It's not, it's really not about anything about you. It's really all about them. It's not like the bully's going to come up to you and say, uh, Demi, today I'm feeling really bad because um, something happened at home and I'm feeling really down about it. So I'm going to bully you to feel better. <laughs> They're not going to do that. They're going to say, Demi, I don't like your shirt. I don't like your skin color. I don't like your eye color. I don't like your hair. I don't like the watch you're wearing. I don't like. They'll make up any excuse, anything. My watch is pretty, though. Well, there you, there you go. Your watch is pretty. So long as you think it's pretty, does it matter what anybody else thinks? Um, yeah. And then I, um, there was a, something that happened at my school and mm-hmm. I went to my feelings teacher and she taught, um, I took the saying from the play Polka Dots. Mm-hmm. The sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can't hurt me. And I took that saying and I said to myself, Words are just words, but sticks and stones can actually break in words. So what I said to the girl that was bullying me, you know what? I, I just said to them the saying, and then they just say to me, shouldn't say that. And I'm like, it helps me, so whatever. <laughs> well done. If a child is being bullied at school, what advice could you give them? Right. Right. 
The first ad- first bit of advice is communicate, communicate, communicate. Tell everybody. Tell your parents, your teacher, the principal. That's what I have done. <laughs> yeah. And then if that doesn't help and no, and you're still being bullied, uh, well, that's when you go to the police for help. And you say, the police? Hey. Yeah. You go to the police and you say, will you please come to my school and talk to these um, these girls because they're bullying me and it's uh, Did you have not to do nice. that with your daughter? No, no. Now, <laughs> in my case, in my case, all the parents, all the teachers, all the adults were very concerned and they were doing their best to stop the situation. However, they couldn't. It wasn't enough to make – it was enough to sort of put the bullying on hold a little bit, but it wasn't enough to make my daughter – Feel her usual self. So is she still getting bullied? No, okay. no, no. Once she was powerful, that was it. She was so back you to her usual her the self. Song and then she was powerful. Yes, <laughs> that song is so catchy. Yeah, thank you. And you know, it's got special dance moves, which of course you couldn't see on the um, on the audio book. But those special dance moves are very important. And you can go into her website. Yeah, you can go What's into my your website. website's name? It's www.powerful.rocks. R-O-C-K-S. Like Elvis Rocks? Yeah. yeah. So you guys can go onto that website and you can look um, and see the dance moves and learn how to do them. And you can buy the book for only 200 rand. How can children as young as three express to their parents that they are being bullied? Well, with with Charlie, I was very lucky. I happened to be there at the Play-Doh station when the bullying started, so I could see it for myself. But if I hadn't seen it, I would have been very, very confused as to what was happening with my daughter. I would have. So been, this book is basically based on your daughter. It was based on her experience. Yes. And so the Play-Doh happened, the playground. The the Play-Doh happened. Yes. Um, playground? Mm, no, wait, the Play-Doh didn't happen. It was the first thing. They wanted to go play, and they said, you can't come. Oh, that's so really sad. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. Yeah. Does bullying cause problems later on in life? It can for some people. Some people never forget it. Some people are scared forever. Sometimes a person gets broken and stays broken. Sometimes, however, what happens is that the person gets a lot of empathy. You know what empathy is? No. (laughs) Empathy is when you feel for other people. So you can see that someone is going through a hard time, and um, instead of making it harder by being nasty, you make it better by being kind. Okay. Is bullying very common? Yes. It's all over the world. It's in every single school, even the ones that tell you that there's no bullying. Um, it's everywhere. It's in, in, it's in, you don't even. Canada. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Canada, yes. It's, it's everywhere. And unfortunately, it doesn't stop, um, because there are bullies in the workplace as well. But that's another whole other story. Um. What is the difference between bullying and being teased? That is such a good question, Demi. Um, being teased is if uh, somebody does says says or does a once-off thing, 
bullying you is. You can tease your dog as well. <laughs> so don't do that. That was a bark. Yeah, don't don't tease animals. Um, but bullying is when a specific person or persons gang up on you, and and every day they do something, and that's targeted persecution. That's bullying. Uh, how should people cope with, cope with being bullied? Now, there are. Internal and external ways of coping. External ways of coping is when you get help from your parents and teachers and friends. And um, internal, internal coping is when, when you do it by yourself. Well, when you when you have the f- control of your feelings inside you. So you know when we were listening to the powerful song and we yeah. were all dancing. Yeah. <laughs> we were taking the bad feelings out of ours, out of our chests, and and squishing them and throwing them away. And that happens because, yeah, you're powerful. Sorry. Okay. And, Sorry, uh, yeah, you take it out of your chest, you squish it, and you throw it away, and you can do that because you are powerful. Uh, okay. And every child is powerful, and so is every adult. They just don't know it. What made you call your book powerful? It's really odd, but having listened to the book, Did you notice that I never mentioned bullying once? Yeah. There was no such thing. And that's because in this book we are talking about how to make yourself feel powerful, how to get yourself self-confident, how to give you your self-control over your emotions when they happen. Mm. So that is why I called it powerful, because it's how everybody, both bully and um, the victim alike, so you can use it. You didn't really want to call the book like bullying because you didn't want to really mention bullying because sometimes it could make people sad when they read it. So no. you called it powerful. No, although those are good ideas, not at all. <laughs> I called it powerful because it isn't about bullying. It's about how to make yourself powerful uh, in when there are bad situations. Well, people could understand it that way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> What age is your book aimed at? The book itself is aimed for three-year-olds and up. There are some schools who who use it for for younger younger than that. I, I, I know a school that um, uses it uh, for the one to two-year-olds. Um, but you start at three, and then if you are older, like six and above. Then what we do is we ask we ask a couple of questions, and I'm going to ask you a couple of those questions. Okay. Demi, <laughs> have you have you ever been in a situation where somebody was um, behaving in a way that made you feel bad? Mm, yes, actually, yeah. Yeah, you did. Yes. And um, what if you knew that your younger a younger sister? Do you, did you say you had a younger yeah. sister? Yeah. Um, what if uh, she was being bullied? Would you want to help her? Yes. Yes, you would. Yeah. <laughs> so um, in order to help her, what you would need to do is you would need to know all about the book Powerful and you'd have to do it with your younger sister. And you know what is amazing about that? What? If you do something and you know backwards how to do it, and you can teach it, then you can use it. Uh, 
And I have a hacky riddle to challenge your brain. It is: If you drive on the pedestrians, if you drive on this, the pedestrians and the police will be upset with you, and you can send your SMS to three four five one nine or WhatsApp to o six one eight nine five one zero one nine. I have Alicia Wolf with me in the studio, and if you have any questions for her, you can send your questions to three four five one nine or WhatsApp to o six one eight nine five one zero one nine or call on o one o one four o three o two. Let's carry on with the questions, Alicia. Mhm. Do you go to school to give? Do you go to schools to give talk? Oh yes, I do. And can you name schools that you've been to? Sure. Uh, Mini Burson, Kidstown Montessori, Rutland Play School, Red Hill. I have been to Any King King's David? College. Any King David? Yes, Victory Park. I've been oh, to the pre-primary there. Oh. Is that yours? No. Why don't you come to the primary school? You've got to get your teachers to invite me. I'll come. I'll get, I'll get my principal to you. All right, then. <laughs> Do you have steps that we can follow to help us deal with bullying situations? You know, every situation is quite different. But what I would suggest when you're dealing with somebody who's trying to make you mad or feel bad or sad or scared is to answer what they're saying with something that isn't really an answer. It's a completely neutral question. So, say, for example, you were um, teasing me and you were saying... um, I don't uh, like your hair color. You don't like my hair color. I would say something like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> Can you see how I'm saying absolutely nothing? But I'm answering them. So you have to try, use the, you use the book against, against the meanness that they're trying to give you. You remember how I mentioned that my feelings teacher? Yes. So, oh no, I forgot what I was going to say now. That's all right. <laughs> well, um, I can tell you how to use it inside oh, yeah. you. So, my feelings teacher told me that, and my mom told me, she said that most people bully you if they're jealous. Is that true? Mm, maybe. Uh, that's con- I can see that happening. Um, I think that most bullies bully because they there is something in their lives that they can't control and they want a feeling of power. And do you know so that children book. have a, a a propensity? In other words, they, they, they have a trend. If you're an introvert, like you're a very shy, quiet child, you tend to become the victim of the bully. And if you are an extrovert, which is an exuberant child, then you tend to become a bully. And then later on, you swap those roles. So some people spend their whole lives going from victim to bully, from victim to bully. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and some kids seem to completely escape being bullied. Like it just doesn't happen to them. And I think that it doesn't happen to them because they are confident. And bullies do not target confident people. They target people who they think that they can have power over. Who should a child go to if they're being bullied? Uh, everyone. <laughs> uh, teachers, parents, principals, your friends. 
tell everyone. You see, the biggest weapon that a bully has or an abuser is secrecy. They want to keep you silent so they cannot be can't be punished or yeah, they can't be punished for what they're doing. So they will tell you if you tell I'm going to do X, Y, Z to you, or I'm going to pick on your little sister, or I'm going to do this or that. That's what this one boy did to me in grade R. Really, you said that. Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing you do is tell on them. You tell any anyone who will listen. You tell. Yeah, because you also want most people to be notified because that's. But you mustn't really. Sometimes people. Turn a small thing like someone says to you, I don't like your hair color. That's a small situation. It's not. And then someone turns it into a big thing. It's, it's not. You mean really. like, like suddenly the whole group is following you yeah. around school saying we don't like your hair color. They're lying. <laughs> They're lying. They're really saying we are feeling very powerless and therefore we are being ugly to you to make us feel powerful. <laughs> What if a child is scared to say something to an adult? That's what happened to me also in grade R. It's the same situation. Okay. Can I ask you, how come you were scared to tell an adult? Um, so there's this boy. Mm-hmm. And he is like one of the most popular boys. Mm-hmm. And well, this actually happened this year as well. Mm-hmm. And he was threatening me and... I also felt powerless. So I told my teacher, there's this boy in my grade that I'm too scared to tell on, and will you please notify his teacher? And they notified his teacher, and now that boy's actually really nice to me. (laughs) Oh, well done. Yeah. Well done. You know, there are sometimes adults who will listen and who will do their best to help, and there are sometimes adults who will not listen, and they won't listen for a number of reasons. Sometimes they don't listen because they just don't know what to do about it. Like, have you ever um, seen a child run to his or her parents at a restaurant and say, so-and-so is being nasty to me, and the parent says, go sort it out. Okay, now, now the child wouldn't have gone to the parent to ask for help if he or she could sort it out by themselves. Yeah. But the parent doesn't know how to sort it out, so they, they just don't know. Um, and sometimes parents uh, aren't interested and don't care, or teachers, or the principal. They just, they just, you know, are involved in their own problems and can't care about yours. So that's why you have to communicate to as many people as possible, because somebody is going to take you seriously. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Do you find that boys bully boys and girls bully go- girls, or is it mixed? It depends. It depends on, on, on the, the dynamics in the school. Um, and it depends, um, I mean, in, when I was young, I was also bullied by boys. But I was mostly bullied by girls. Same with me. So I would, I would say it depends. Okay. Who are really powerful adults who were bullied? That is such a brilliant question, Demi. I'm so glad you asked. So who I'm sure are you're really one of them? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, I'm not quite in the same league as uh, Nelson Mandela. Or uh, no, Nelson Mandela was very was powerful. He was very, he was gentle. He was kind, and he shared. And because he went against the what's it called, 
yeah. um, the white president, how black were, be, were being treated differently and yeah. white. So he I was a very powerful person. When he became president, did he turn on his bullies and make a big war? No, he no. didn't. He didn't. He was. He tried to make peace wise. with them. Yeah. And that's what everyone should do. And that's what everyone should do. Then you get Malala, um, who is that young girl um, that the Taliban shot in the head. And she survived, and she became a... How did she survive? Don't ask me. <laughs> um, I'm going to go search that. Go web. search it. She's amazing. She's now... She got a Nobel Peace Prize. Where, and she's a young girl. She? I think she's she's un, in her in her teens. Jeez. That must have been, like, the luckiest thing that could ever happen. But look what she did with her experience. She insisted on going to school, and then she went on to campaign for... Um, girls' rights to go to school. I mean, isn't that incredible? Yeah, that's really... So she's a very powerful person. And if you look at somebody like Gandhi, Gandhi also was a very powerful person who was kind and gentle and shared. So there are are people out there. There are... Sorry, Demi, one, one second. I know that there are adults out there that make us scared. I know that. There are adults in politics that make us scared. There are people who have power that make us scared. Sometimes doctors can make you scared. Once they're going to give you an ejection or you get scared because... Oh, yeah, but they're not doing it to harm you. They're they're doing doing it to to help you. And there are some adults out there who are so greedy, they only want to help themselves and they hurt other people. And those people are not powerful. You might think they're powerful, but they're not. What is happening is that people are scared of them. Okay. If you had one wish, what would it be? I would wish that uh, everybody had empathy for everybody else. My wish would be to go watch a Liverpool game at Anfield. Really? Uh-huh. Me awesome. and my dad are huge Liverpool supporters. No kidding, my husband too. My favorite place for me now. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Mm. Thank you for coming on Kids and teaching us more about anti-bullying. The anti-bullying book. It sounds like an awesome book. This has been High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Demi Con and I'm nine years old. Thank you to my guest, Alicia, and for coming on High Kids. And thank you to my producer, Mandy, and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another High Kids show, only on 101.9 High FM. Goodbye, kids.